Foul score tonight here from J. Tom Lawler, Inc. Merrimack defeats Army. The score is 4-1. to one. Mark Denny is with us, the head coach of the Warriors. And, uh, Mark, the first period, it seemed like, you know, I mean, you talked about the, the level at which, uh, the level of compete that Army brings, but maybe sometimes you don't always, you're not, not always really aware of it until the game gets underway. It seemed like they had that level of compete and maybe, you know, took you guys a few minutes to match it. But once you did, you know, especially the rest of that first period, you guys were able to carry the play and, and then springboard off of that. I thought it was a pretty evenly played first five seven minutes they ended up scoring um, you know but I thought it was there really weren't a lot of chances I thought both teams were playing hard um, you know I, I there isn't a team a West Point team an Army team I've ever coached against it doesn't play hard that doesn't uh, that aren't in great shape and that uh, don't compete their tails off um, that team does that and they've got skill um, that's a good. That's a good Army team. That's a good win for us tonight. Uh, that's a team that beat Colgate. That's a team that's got seven wins under their belt. Um, you know, uh, I thought our guys did a good job. Obviously, you don't want to be down a goal, but I thought we were resilient. Stuck with it. Uh, nice to see Lane McKay uh, tie it up. Also get his first goal. And uh, I thought we saved the best for last. I thought our third period was as good as we've played. I, th- I didn't think we gave up very many chances. Talked about Lane McKay's goal. He gets on the board. Uh, a nice play out of the corner, first of all. You know, good work by uh, his line mates, Lars, uh, Alfred Larson and Logan Coombs, to get him the puck, and then he made a nice move right in front of the goaltender. He really did. I mean, he really did. He opened him up and went five-hole on him. And uh, it, what made the play was, you know, we talk about getting above the play and reattacking it. And uh, we had, uh, uh, I think it was Alfie and uh, Coombs. Uh, Alfie got above it, reattacked it, forced it back down. Coombs jumped on it, made a nice play to, uh, to Lane, who who finished it off, which it's good to see. Uh, so at that point, the game's 1-1, and it's carrying that way into late in the period. I thought you guys had a pretty good period, but you're still in a 1-1 game. Then you get the late power play to take the lead. Uh, it puts a different complexion on the game, leading 2-1, as opposed to if it was a tie game. It does. It does. Um, you know, we felt like, you know, if, if we play enough in the offensive zone, we're going to get some power play time. And and we're really confident right now in the power play. We, either group, we think he's going to give us some chances. And um, so, nice play. They, they, they like to pressure the wall. Uh, Scenes made a nice play to get it to, to Jace, and, and Jace had real good patience. You know, he had two guys in front of him, waited, went upstairs, and that was a big goal. Yeah, you mentioned the power play. You did get goals from both of the units tonight. Uh, Sammy Tavernier on the on the goal that made it three to one. A nice shot from the. I mean. From the angle that we saw, he gets the puck. He can kind of see things open up there. And when he let that shot go, you knew it was going in. Well, you know, we talked about setting a net front presence, and and you know, Ludwig has been our net front guy on the on the blue unit, and uh, he did a great job on both those. I mean, it, you know, the first goal that Jay scored was under the bar, but again, there's a, a net front presence, and the and the the second power play goal was was all Sammy was able to hit the open side. But it was open because the goalie's looking out to his left trying to find the puck because Luddy's in front of him. And that really, that's been the difference. And that's how you, you can't score goals unless unless you've got a net front presence. You had the two games last week against Northeastern. You talked about penalties being an issue for you guys. Uh, stayed out of the box tonight and were able to get some power plays. And when that happens, you know, when there's a difference like that in the power plays, it, it, it can really help your chances if you're able to take advantage of those. And you did that three times tonight. Yes. Well, we talked about discipline a lot this week. And... Um, you know, there was, I don't want to say kangaroo court, but there's some guys that, that didn't play with the type of, of discipline they needed to that, you know, had, had a locker room duty this week just because, you know, you got to set a tone. And um, so I thought we played with a lot of discipline today. We skated. Um, we competed. 
you can't play soft, but you got to play with discipline. Uh, War of the game tonight was Jared Colquist. Could have been a few guys, but you know he has another one of those nights when he has three points. And uh, you know, he, he, I know you want to have a senior defenseman and captain lead you, and it seems like he's been doing that at both ends of the ice. I mean, he's tied for your lead in points. I don't know how many people thought that would happen this year, but kind of seems to be a testament to the way that he's really stepped up his game this year. No, he, you know, you, you don't lead by example, but you can't lead unless you set a good example. And uh, and he's really done a good job of, of setting a good tone in that locker room for us. Um, you know, I, I think you know if if there's if he errors anywhere, maybe he's trying too much to try to do too much. But that's because of how much he he wants to win. So I thought we did a good job. Um, you know, he, he's got a lot of poise on the power play. He's got a lot of confidence. He's been jumping on the play five on five as well. So. Um, it's good to see him get rewarded, and like I said, it enables him to, to uh, really lead even more because he backs it up with his play. Yeah, you talked about the third period, and you know that's a situation where you guys have a lead. Uh, well, it's three to one going in, and he extended to four to one. But uh, you know, really in terms of trying to shut down their chances, and you know, whereas I thought earlier in the in the game it seemed like they were able to get some guys to the front of the net that happened on their goal, and you know, trying to get some bodies there, pucks as well. It's, it was getting harder and harder for them to do that as the game went along. Maybe maybe that's a testament to the way that you guys played in your own end. I do. I, I thought that was our best period. I thought we did a really good job of uh, just keeping it simple you know um i thought the second period was a little sloppy to be honest on, on our on our half um you know we're just trying to force things and we're at our best when we're when we're uh separating teams from the puck in the middle of the rink breaking it out cleanly which i thought we did a pretty good job of we just turned too many pucks over in the middle of the rink you can't do that and they ended up coming back at us so i thought the third period we got pucks deep we got on it uh, we got back above it, re-pressured, and, and um, when they did come at us, we took away a lot of their speed, and, and uh, our defense, our defensemen played pretty well most of the night. All right, so Merrimack wins tonight, four to one. Um, another thing that happened tonight, honoring the uh, members of the '67, '68 ECAC East Championship teams uh, that were here, we had a chance to talk between periods with Dave Pollard and uh, uh, Bill Langone, captains of those teams. I know you had a chance to meet with those guys as well. How did that go? You know, I've gotten to know a lot of those guys. Uh, they were part of, a, of a, a, a renegade fraternity called the Kids. So we'll give a shout-out to the Kids. But, um, you know, Brendan Sheehy, who's, who's been wonderful to me personally and also to, to Merrimack and Merrimack Hockey, uh, he introduced me to a lot of these guys when I first got here. And, and um, you know, like I said to our, our team today, it's ironic that the, team, that the play, teams that are the closest are usually the ones that have the most success. And you look at not only the success they had on the ice, but now the success they've had in life. I've gotten to know Bill Langone. I've gotten to know Dave Pollard. They are quality people. Tom Kelly. I mean, I can go right down the list. Joe Yannetti. Um, just, just real tributes to, to Merrimack College. And, and, and what I said to them was very simply, you know, all of this is here because of you. You guys set the foundation. You know, um, you know, you got the 87-88 team. You got the 77-78 the team. But it all started in 67 with the first ECAC championship. And, uh, you know, it's called Lawler Arena for a reason. And, you know, I, I judge parents by uh, the quality of their children. And I judge coaches by the quality of their alums. And you look at the, 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 the quality of the alums that came through here under Tom Lawler. And there's a reason he was a great coach. Yeah. 
you know, when you know that, that, that guys are coming down, that alums are coming down, like, you know, say from, you know, 88, they're coming down from Canada, Quebec or whatever, and uh, the 67 and 68 guys were coming down from Ontario, wherever they were from, you know, long distances to come here and be here for things like this, that, 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 that's got to be, uh, you know, humbling in a way, I would think. Well, you know what, I tell them, it's, it's not my program, I'm the steward, it's theirs, it's theirs and it's, it's the, uh, the current day students, um, but what we hope to do is, is build off the legacy that they left, so, um, you know, that, that, that responsibility weighs heavy on me, you know, I, I want to do Dave Pollard and, and Joe Yannetti and Brennan Chi, I want to do them proud, and uh, we think about that when we recruit the kids we recruit, and I think we've got special kids here too, and hopefully they're able to have the same connections down throughout the years that, that that group does. All right, thanks a lot, Mark. We appreciate it. Congratulations on the win. We'll talk to you Sunday at UNH. Thanks, Mike.